Hello, my friends, and we're back. Hi. How you doing? Oh my god, I'm so happy to be with y'all. It's like been forever. I know, right? <laughs> a minute, I'd say. Just kidding. This is episode two of two for the night, so we've been hanging out for a while. <laughs> we have told you. And we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. We have an exciting guest today. Hell yeah. We do. We have an exciting guest. His name is Brendan, and he is from Salem, Massachusetts. What up? He's my pal. I, uh, I met him... Maybe the first, maybe the second time, uh, a year, actually two years ago. And um, I w- we were posting, you know, things out to the people asking for some ghost stories. And he had one and I actually shared one of his stories. Um, but the second story, which was much longer, he wasn't ready to share it at the moment. But now he is today. It's time. It's time. The repressed year. I cannot wait. <laughs> How you doing, hon? Hello. <laughs> I'm good. Right. How are you? We're doing well. We're excited to hear this story you got. Like, these are some of my favorite episodes now. Yeah. You know, the one real live storytelling. Yeah. True. And thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no problem. So tell us a little bit about the, it was either the house or the apartment, and it was in Salem, right? Yeah. So this is uh, actually my first apartment um and but it was actually a house it is actually a house it's still there and the lady who owns it still lives there too so um so looking back at this it's kind of hilarious because there were so many uh red flags that i was moving into um, a haunted house it's kind of hilarious but also you you would never know you know what i'm saying like there's you would never know that it's on that it was haunted (laughs) Like you would never catch up on the red flags. Anyways, so I am checking Craigslist, of course. There's a posting for this house, and it was looking for a male between 18 and 24. So I'm like, oh, that's me. Perfect. And um, I contact the lady. So the lady owns the house and lives in the house. And so there are two other roommates that live there. I will call them. There's cool roommate. And then there was drunk roommate. Um, and then landlord lady. I went there to uh, see the house. And the way it was set up was that drunk roommate was on the first floor in a room. There was three floors. On the second floor was landlord lady and cool roommate. And then my room was on the third floor. So cool roommate and landlord lady both had dogs, um, which were awesome. Um, Honestly, I cool roommate had um, a Rottweiler named Bella, who was like the sweetest, biggest baby. Landlord lady had like a a sheepdog or something like that. So she's showing me the house and she's like, your room's on the third floor. Uh, floor so um let's go up there and the dogs were like with us and she's like like offhandedly oh don't worry they don't go up there and i'm like oh you know i wish they would i love dogs and uh we get upstairs and she's showing me the room so when you go straight up the stairs it's like a hallway at the top on the third floor there's a storage room to the left my room to the right and then down the hall there's like 
a window with a curtain. I thought. Uh, um, just, just one, just one old lone window down the hall. Huh? I'm right. sorry, did it, ever, did it ever cross your mind that this might be like a like a porn house? <laughs> oh my god! Specific with the name. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah, I I remember like looking on Craigslist in the past, and they get very specific. Like if their roommates already living there, the roommates are like, "We want these specific traits uh, in a person," okay. so that's why they do it. Okay, my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brendan. My mind immediately went to that Netflix documentary. No, you're not wrong, yeah. and we're gonna get to that later. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. it gets crazy. She's showing me the room and she's like, so my sister had been living here in this room, um, but she moved out after a month. And I'm like, oh, family, huh? <laughs> Red flag, huh? <laughs> like, yeah, like, so I don't, you know. Um, so faster, you know, I'm like, oh, everything looks great. I'll take it. You know, I move in. Now, <clears throat> my two friends, Mike and Sully, are moving me in. We're all moving in together, and like as we're moving our uh, my stuff into my room, we're like getting these like we're getting bad vibes, and it's like three dudes from Boston who like have never used the word vibes. <laughs> like we're like three kids who would never talk about vibes ever. Weird. <laughs> so uh, I just like Sully is like dude what is up with that like window back there and uh i'm like i don't know like it doesn't even make sense because it, we're, we're on the third floor there's two doors like even if there was light coming in I, like there's a door to my room so i don't know why you're keeping it covered so he goes over and lifts the curtain and then like starts laughing and like turns around <laughs> he's like it's a door and uh my other friend, Mike, I remember slapped my back and was like, oh, welcome home, Brendan. <laughs> and that was it, right? We opened it up and it just looked like a, a, a like a storage room. But that, you know, it didn't seem like anything. And I will say the next day, the vibes were gone. It just seemed like a regular. Uh, everything was fine. So then I would say about two weeks later, things uh, started happening. Um was there anything in that storage closet? A door behind. Oh, we'll get to the to the, to the room because. Oh, they <laughs> Okay, so like two weeks later, and within these two weeks, the dogs like to stand at the bottom of the steps to the third floor and just bark up it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so I think I had been there for like two weeks or something, and then so the first time it happened was I was sleeping and I woke up and I was extremely hot and it was sleep paralysis, which I had never had before. Right. But also it, I had like this awful like feeling of dread and like, I like it was the worst feeling I've ever felt in my entire life. It was so bad. Cause I didn't know what I thought I had did something like that. I was like, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought I did like, you know, when you do something wrong, you like feel awful about it. Like that's how I felt. But then the next, it lasted the first, the first time it happened, it it was like maybe 10 minutes or whatever. The next week or so I had been like racking my brain. Like, dude, did you do something? Like I've never felt like that before in my entire life. And I never had like, like sleep paralysis or anything like that. Before or after. And so that was like, 
it happened that first time, which was terrible. And then after that entire week of me being like, I didn't, there's nothing I did. That was so weird. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. And after the third time, I was like, I think this is a thing. So the sleep paralysis kept happening or was that feeling that you kept getting that something wasn't that you had done something? Okay, so this is what this is how it would happen. Um, you uh, wake up and it would either be extremely hot or extremely cold. And you would have this feeling of dread, like a washing over you. You would just have this feeling of dread, like just a, a drenching over you. And it was I honestly I, I don't know how to. it's hard to describe. It was so awful. It was like the... Could you move? No. You were, oh, absolutely yeah. not. Oh. Um, <clears throat> no, I couldn't move at all. And, and in the beginning, it was, it was... It took me a long time to get out of it. And then later on, I was actually pretty good at it. But... So, <laughs> yeah. So, so the roommates, right? They used to have, like, a dinner. Like, they used to try to do, like, a dinner thing. Like... Each roommate made dinner for the rest of the roommates, like, uh, a couple days a week. So we were at dinner uh, one time uh, after maybe the second or third time that this had happened. And I was, like, (laughs) just, like, in the middle of dinner, I was just like, is there something in the house? Like, is there something, like, is there something here, like, on the third floor, like, in that room? And then everyone's, like, staring down their plates all of a sudden. And I'm like, no, seriously, like, is there something going on here? And um, cool roommate was like, he's like, do you wake up at night? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you just, you know, do you just wake up and, and go to sleep? I'm like, I think something is like a, attacking me. And he's like, no, 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 no. Do you just wake up and go back to sleep? And I was like, hmm, that's weird. And I'm thinking back and I'm like, yeah, I do, actually, I think. And he's like, when you wake up tonight, look at your phone. So I'm like, okay. It wasn't really what I was trying to bring up, but I just went with it. So that night, this would happen. Uh, I was just laying, uh, I was just sleeping, middle of the night. I open my eyes, wide awake. I look at my phone, it's 3.36. The next night at dinner, <clears throat> he's like, what's your number? And I'm like, 336. And then um, apartment landlord lady, right, is like 341. And then um, cool roommates, like 345. And then uh, drunk roommates, like 352. Every single night, uh, you would wake up at that exact time. But that's all that was. So <laughs> that's not normal. How long no. had the roommates been living there and experiencing this and just right, living so, with it like it was normal? Well, so so they told me this, right? And I'm like, okay, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, I, it's, something is attacking me. Like, I think I'm being attacked by something like in that room. And um, the landlord lady's giving me this spiel like, oh, uh, no, I, you know, I've never heard anything about that. Like, you know, I think her like great grandfather like built that place. And like, she's like, I think it's just him like letting us know he's there. I could tell you that those two things that were happening were separate things. A hundred percent. It's not even like a, 
it's not even a, a like a question in my mind. Um, so when I like press the question about the other thing, n- neither of the roommates would talk to me about it. And then the landlord lady just kept denying it. But I'm like, she has to know something about this. Like, this is not. So then um, the next time it happened, like the next day or whatever, I'm like in my room and I'm just like up there and I'm like, listen, I'm like trying to talk to this thing. Right. I'm like, hey, I like can't afford to move out right now and like i dude i don't like i'm sorry if i'm like invading your space or something like i can we just be cool because like i i can't like leave right now like i really can't and it got way worse after that um it was like yeah it was like once a week after that um for the rest of the time i was there it was it was awful right and then so i me and cool roommate went to go uh get a beer one time and i I was like dude for real what is that thing like dude i'm like it's attacking me like once a week like for real and he's like here's the thing i don't he's like i've never experienced it right he's like yeah yeah it doesn't like the dogs right so cool roommate has a dog and landlord lady has a dog and he's like i've never experienced it but i think that's why drunk roommate moved down to the first floor because he originally had a room on the second uh and he moved his room down to the first he had like a cool roommate had a girlfriend too who was um who was pregnant and she had stopped coming to the house and he was like yeah that's why she won't come to the house like literally like she will not step foot uh in here with like her with our child (laughs) like in her belly like i was like oh my god like what am i involved in right now had she had any specific experiences in the house that made her not want to come there or she just had like a feeling that it wasn't right so they had been there for a while longer than me and they had like known what was going on. And and this actually goes back to why I think why she was looking for uh, a male 18 to 24. Cause really like, my mentality after it was like happening weekly was like, you know what? Screw this thing. Like, this is my, like, I'm, I'm going to just live here. Like, you're not going to like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but like, you're not going to push me out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that was like, I was, I got on like the defensive and I feel like though, looking back, like that's exactly what she was looking for. Like that's exactly what this lady wanted. The thing that's messed up is that drunk roommate didn't have a job either. And, uh, apparently he was just like hooking up with landlord lady who had to have been double his age. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Oh, my God, there was so much. And, like, she, she was weird, too, because, like, I remember, like, I would, like, come out of the shower and she would, like, have extended conversation, like, conversation with me. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, can I just what is happening here? And I always felt like she, she was so aware of it that, like, I couldn't. What could I what could I do? I tried, like, smudging. I tried, like, smudging my room. Right. But then in, like, two days, it was like. We're going to have to smudge my room every single day. Oh, I didn't even know if it was working anyways. I don't know what I was dealing with at all. Like, I don't really know if that was a ghost at all. That whatever that thing is, it's it's disgusting and it's awful. 
when you were being attacked, like what what what, what do you what do you mean by like attack? Like what were what were those episodes like? It's just like those hot and All right, cold so moments. yeah, so it would just be like you would wake up, not be able to move. The room would be either freezing. You would either, I would either be freezing cold or burning hot, and then you would just have this awful feeling of dread pouring over you but now i feel like it was on like it was on me like that's what it was that was it that was it that thing like was that feeling i was feeling and so i'll tell you the the second worst the first time was definitely the worst time because i was so confused i had no idea what was going on the second worst time i fell asleep with my light on facing the rest of my room so i was like so my eyes were open and i could not like move and i it it was so it was way more real that time do you know what i mean you were sleeping on your side this time yeah but no i was sleeping on my side facing the rest of my open room with my light on yeah i I fell asleep with my light on so it's different when it's in the pitch black right it's almost like but when you can see your room and you can't move and you can feel this thing on you and it's like the most awful unbelievable thing so everyone else was only experiencing the waking up at the same time no one else had experienced the hot and cold and like oppressive feeling well here's the thing because i really only had the i really only had the that one conversation with cool roommate about it because one, I, I couldn't talk to the landlord lady about it because I had already asked her. She denied it, but I knew she was lying. I felt like she was, like, protecting you – know, like, I felt like she might have been protecting that thing. And yeah. I had told, like – it got to the point, like, I had told uh, Sully, like, my friend who had helped me move in. I'm like, dude, that that room is haunted. Like, And his reaction was, yeah, you think? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. okay, like, what do I do? I don't know. Yeah, going back to the room, like, I had gone into that that back room before a few times and, like, looked for, like, a doll or something I could, like, throw into a volcano, like, anything. <laughs> and I could, I could just, like, never find anything. So, but this went on the whole time you lived in that house for the whole year? Yeah, so, weirdly, so... It's kind of insane. The, the the ending to all of this was that cool roommate was moving out. I got into a car accident that almost killed me. <gasps> and drunk roommate was hospitalized at the same time, too, for uh, something else. And like, OK, like, I don't know. That's a scary thought. Uh, <laughs> but then roommate lady tried to make me stay because I couldn't work. I was out of work for like months after that. And she made it like a, a, like a rent thing. But like, I think she was trying to get me to stay. Mike and Sully came and moved me out of that house when she wasn't home. And I had to be like, I moved up. I'm gone. You will never see me ever again. I almost wonder if like having other people in the house was keeping whatever it was away from her. And she was like using that for her 
own advantage in some way. Yeah. Yeah. And her dog that never left her side either. I feel like honestly, she knew, I feel like she really knew what that thing was. And I, but like, I couldn't talk to her because the, there was weird stuff going on with the other roommate. You know, at one point, like I said, like I, I was, you know, I try to tell my friend. Right. And like, what, what's anyone going to say? Like, you get to a point like, what am I going to tell people? Like, how is this helping me? So I would just like not go home as much as I could, you know, and I would just try to ignore it. Um, Have you ever looked into the history of the house or the history of the land around it or anything like no. that? Because hmm. when I talked to it, I felt like I gave it power and I never I never want to put anything else into it after that. Yeah. And did you Shit. ever find out any info about that door in the bedroom? No, <laughs> no I just I just freaking moved out and I never looked back. And honestly, uh, I'm literally I'm two blocks away from that house right now. Wow. Ew. <laughs> but it's awful. Yeah, it's still there. And she still lives there, too. That's so weird. I wonder if it's some type of demon. I mean, it sounds demonic. Some weird entity that's, yeah. I wonder, part of me wonders if she got herself involved in some shit and they were like, listen, you need to have X amount of people in this house. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) what, what, what was she into? Like, it does sound like she was protecting it in a way or like she was trying to protect herself from it. It's all very bizarre. The whole thing is very, very odd. Yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. Um, so because she had told us that she was on disability, but like she didn't look like she was disabled in any way. Uh, she just basically lived off our rent checks in the house. But then also it was just me and cool roommate because drunk roommate didn't pay rent in money. Is that the one who was uh, shacking up with her? Said in money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh my god. Can I ask yeah. you about the um, the accident, the car accident? Yeah. And then so, and then also, um, why the drunk roommate was hospitalized at the same time? I, you know, I'm not actually not really sure. I think actually it may have been something drinking related. I'm pretty sure that dude just stayed at home and drank all day every day. Here, I didn't really try to talk to any of them as much as I could, really. I wasn't really home a lot, too. I, like, got another job. I, like, did everything I could to, like... I was, like, trying to work my way out of that house and not be there as much as possible. But, yeah, my accident was was sort of strange. But luckily, I was wearing a seatbelt, uh, and my seatbelt ripped my intestine. So... What? Yeah, my seatbelt ripped my intestine. I had to have uh, nine inches of it removed. Yeah, and then the, yeah, and then that lady tried to make me stay at the house. I'm like, I can't work. I can't pay you rent, lady. Fuck no! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Holy shit! Did it have anything to do with stoplights? Um, no. Okay, <laughs> we've had a similar weird experience with Emily. Right. I got into a car accident, and after that. I got very sick and put in the hospital for like three months. And it was after she had a really weird Mm -hmm. paranormal experience. Right. Yeah. No, I don't know. I never really like, 
I like to chalk that up to coincidence because, like, that's um, that's a that's a pretty scary thought. Right. Yeah. Um, probably probably coincidence. <laughs> I totally feel the same way about it as you. It's like we don't we don't want to like talk about it and bring it, it into that light because that almost just makes it feel even weirder yeah. and worse. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Towards the end, I was definitely talking trash to it. <laughs> no, I really was. I couldn't. I was done. I couldn't take it anymore. It was like, or it was like my coping mechanism. Like I needed, like I needed to do something. Yeah. Back, and that's like all. Like that's all I could do. Dang, that sounds absolutely horrifying. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. Yeah, and then so yeah, yeah. And so I told you guys that other story I had, which was just, which was just, uh, basically just a bunch of electronics turned on. Um, long story short, a bunch of electronics turned on when I was with my roommate and then shut off like abruptly. Um, and then I was kept saying like, I can't do this again. I swear to God, if this thing followed me, like I cannot go through this again, like blah, blah. And, um, and that's when I remembered (laughs) this entire story. Yeah. I would have repressed it too. My God. Yeah. We appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. 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 That was, I feel very, very spooked right now. Right. So bizarre. It was like everyone was trying to cover it up in a way. It's just strange. You have a whole theory going on over here. I just, I, it's so strange to me that everyone was kind of squirrely about it, but like, right. Also didn't, I don't know. They said they didn't know much. It's just bizarre to me. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. It's like a weird thing to talk about. Yeah. Especially with people you're not close with and you're like, well, are they going to think I'm crazy? I would think that everyone having the same experience would bring them closer. Like, this fucked up thing is happening to me. Oh, it's also happening to you. Like, no, but it was just me and drunk roommate who I wasn't close with at all because the other two had uh, cool roommate told me it never bothered him because he has a dog. Hmm. Um, that slept with him all the time, but him and like drunk roommate were like closer, and he suspected that's why he moved his room down to the first floor to try and get away with it. And obviously, that's why the sister moved out after a month. Yeah, <clears throat> the first red flag. Do you think that's why he was drunk all the time? No, I honestly, I think that it might be. I think honestly, the thing that's weird is that I think that. They were in that house basically like 24-7. And I like that's very weird to me that that's how they lived. Because like there was like even I feel like if you walked into that house now, you can like feel like feels a little bit different than just like a regular house. I feel like. Dang. Um, And the thing, too, is that like (laughs) whenever I tell people the story, it's like, why didn't you like try to release that spirit no. like why do you try to help it out right and i'm like because i was like why are you attacking me <laughs> like why why should i help you yeah it doesn't is this what you do to people that are like why would i ever help you like you're just attacking me all the time i don't yeah, i mean i just didn't get it i'm like what <laughs> It sounds like it needs to not be let out. It sounds right. like it needs to be like put away. Yeah. Shove it in that closet. Yes. It maybe <laughs> that's where it came from. 
You're right. It needs to be locked. That closet needs to be locked. Jesus. Oh my god. Well, well I'll tell you what. Well, thank you so much for rehashing that. You know it was No, yeah, you're welcome. Hard, but Thoroughly spooked. Yeah, I'm I need to know. I want like, to go, look go up to this on, house. Yeah, I'm gonna go I want to like sheets. research this house. Correctly. So maybe that's the address on the down low. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll send you guys the address on the down low. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Brendan. You're, You're the best. I'll hit you up when I'm in Boston. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Hello, ghouls. Alyssa here. So, given that we always want to give y'all as much information as possible, as promised, we had Brendan slip us that address on the down low. I've just spent a few hours researching the property and the surrounding land, and I haven't found a whole lot. Now, the house itself was built in 1905, so it's pretty old. I'm sure a lot of people have lived there. It's got a lot of energy that's passed through it. But I can't find any deaths, anything about the land that would make it stand out as a place of epic paranormal activity. Something exciting that I did find is that it's on a historic street where many of the houses used in Hocus Pocus stand. So that's pretty cool. Um, I found a fire from a few years ago, but given that it's been a while since Brennan lived there... It wouldn't have anything to do with what happened to him in this house. That's not to say that there's not something there, but we couldn't find anything specific to back it up. But hopefully one day we'll get to go check it out in person. Who knows? I can say that looking at the photo of the house, it definitely gives off an eerie vibe. Um, But, you know, who's to say? Until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. I've never done that by myself.